we've been in this study uh, after Easter and what had happened to the disciples and, and after Jesus rose from the dead. And today's Mother's Day, and, and I'm looking at how could I fit that in with this series. And, and as I've been praying here, I want to take all this, what you're about to hear. I want to wrap it in some beautiful Mother's Day wrapping, put a bow around it. And mom, I'm going to offer it as a gift to you. In saying that, there's a poem that I want to share with you from Luke Easter. And it's the difference between a strong woman and a woman of strength. A strong woman works out every day to keep her body in shape. But a woman of strength kneels in prayer to keep her soul in shape. A strong woman isn't afraid of anything. But a woman of strength, well, she shows courage in the midst of fear. A strong woman, she, uh, she won't let anybody get the best of her. But a woman of strength, she gives the best of her to everybody. A strong woman, work, walks sure-footedly, but a woman of strength knows God will catch her when she falls. A strong woman wears a look of confidence on her face. A woman of strength wears grace. A strong woman has faith that she is strong enough for the journey, but a woman of strength has faith that in the journey, she will become strong. You see, the difference between a strong woman and a woman of strength is her faith. You know, and that strength is often working behind the scenes where, well, there's absolutely no fanfare. My, uh, my little five-foot Hungarian mother may not have been anybody of notoriety. She didn't even finish high school. She had a boatload of challenges in which she had to overcome. She was not a woman of, of any wealth by any means. But the one thing that my mother did have, and I seen an operation in her life, was her faith. She, she made sure that her children became followers of Christ. She gave them every opportunity to be able to hear the gospel of the message of Jesus Christ. I know that because I would jokingly tell the congregation that my mother had this drug problem, and the first time they heard that, they went, oh, my goodness. I told them she drugged me to church on Sunday morning. She drugged me to church on Sunday night, on Wednesday night, and prayer meetings, which went into the we hours and, and revivals, they weren't just a weekend or a day or two. They weren't even just a week. They went weeks on end. Uh, she loved God, and she was a woman of faith. So with that cultivation in which she planted within my spirit, I went to present this message to you in and I really believe that it is the word of the Lord. Listen to this. This is out of John, the 19th chapter, verses 25 through 27. And, and I never really thought about having a Mother's Day message out of those verses. 
but it's so appropriate. Here it goes. But by standing by the cross of Jesus with the mother and the mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Cephas and, and Mary Magdalene, when Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, behold your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her into his own home. Now, there was a, an adopted, adoption service going on right there. And, and Mary, the mother of Jesus, was witnessing the crucifixion of her son at the foot of that cross. I just can't imagine what she must have been going through. Jesus looked at John and he said, take care of her. He, he looked at Mary and, and his mother and he said, let him stand in my place as your son. And, and John was the only disciple that didn't die a martyr's death. I believe he lived a long life to be able to take care of Mary for the rest of her life. You see, Jesus was bearing the sins of the world. Yet in the midst of that, he needed to take care of some family matters because it mattered to him. So with saying all that, I want to speak into the heart of every child, young and old, that, that if your mother is alive, hear, hear well. And, and I want you to be able to know how we're able to love our mothers as Christ has called us to do. So, so kids, you know, hear up. Listen up, buttercup, I wrote down. The very first thing I, I want you to pay attention to is love your mother verbally. Just say it. Our mothers need to hear that. You know, this whole thing about this, this thing that, that we have been fed, that real men don't share their feelings. Well, don't believe that. And, and, and the idea, too, in this 21st century, we're trying to raise up Women were there not to express their emotions, their feelings, because we don't want them to show any kind of weakness. Jesus, he was not afraid to express his feelings, his emotions. Do you remember the, when he went to the tomb of Lazarus? The very shortest verse in the Bible is there that Jesus wept. Expressing that emotion is something in which we are able to share with each other. Is that let your kids see how you love their grandma. Tell her that you love them. And, and you who have you know siblings, let your brothers and sisters see how much you love mom. Speak it. Speak it out, because you see, this would be pleasing to her and pleasing to the Lord. Love your mom physically. 
When was the last time that you just wrapped your arms around her and gave her a big hug? She's the one who was the very first one to hold you. Well, she held you for nine months. And, and then she was the first to be able to kiss your cheeks and count your fingers and toes and hold you against her chest. She's the one who, well, she changed your diapers and, and, and potty trained you, and I'm glad of that. And she held napkins to your nose, to blow your nose, and she wiped the food off of your face way too long. You should have been doing that much earlier with taking care of yourself. She constantly touched you. And this hug, or this kiss on her cheek would mean so very much. And, and especially when you're at a stay of home, seize those opportunities. Just wrap your arms around her and let her know how much you love her. And, and if, if your mother's not in your home at this time, give her a call. Tell her, Mom, wrap your arms around yourself and squeeze. Now shut your eyes, and I want you to imagine that is me hugging you. I so love you. I'm telling you something. She'll feel that. You, you know, because that touch is so vitally important. And Mark talks about this story uh, uh, about the lepers, and, and I'm by no means I'm telling you that your mom's a leper. But, but I'm telling you is that that leper has felt isolated from family for so long. He was no longer able to be in the home. He was no longer to have his children sit on his lap. He was no longer able to, to, to be there, Lord, at, at the dinner time. Total isolation. But when Jesus came along, and he reached out and touched him. It was more than just that touch that was going to bring a physical healing into his life, but an emotional healing. I'm telling you, folks, that touch, that rub on the back, that, that arms being wrapped around, that when you do that to mom, it would be pleasing to her and pleasing unto the Lord. You know, love your mom patiently. First Corinthians uh, 13, 4 says, love is patient. Sometimes that's the furthest thing that we are with our mothers. Sometimes we, we, we express our, our patience with other people much more than we do with our, our mother. Sadly, if we would treat our friends sometimes the way we treat our mothers, we would have absolutely no friends whatsoever. You see, patience to your mom is that when you have that patience with her, it shows respect. She may not be at the top of her game any longer, but I'm telling you something, that when you show patience with her, there is that sense of comfort and that, that sense of love of which she feels from you because, you see, she feels respected. That is pleasing to mom, and it's pleasing to the Lord. Love your mother attentively. <clears throat> you know, your, your mom has always been sympathetic 
to your ear. She, she would hear you uh, with all the problems that you may have. You would give her a call and talk about your day and what you're going through and everything else. And when that phone call was all over, is that the only thing that she heard was about you. And maybe she thinks that, wow, this is not about me in, in the slightest. You know, that attentive, that being attentive to her needs is having a heart to hear. You know, mom is not getting any younger. And as, as a man, the older I get, the more grateful that I am as, as a man. Because you women are way too complicated. You are wired differently, you know, physically and emotionally. And believe me, is that when you offer her that time to be attentive to her, here's what happens is, is that it pleases her, and it pleases the Lord. Love your mother gratefully. <laughs> there was an elementary school, and they were doing a science project, and the teacher was teaching them about magnets and how they pick everything up. And in the test, she, she, she made the statement that uh, the answer to this question is a six-letter word, and it starts with M, and it picks things up. She wanted them to say magnet over half the class, said mother. You see, the, the, the signs of our times is, is this, out of 2 Timothy 3.2. For men shall be lovers of their, their own self, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, Unholy. Can, can you, you see that? He says, thrown in all those things of covetous and, and boastful and proud and blasphemers and, and unholy, he puts in there disobedient to parents. Is that a sign of your time? It would be impossible to enumerate all the meals, the diaper changing, the sleepless night rocking you, the, the room cleaning, the bathing, the laundry, and the list goes on. The bottom line that we could reach us owe her big time. She needs a sincere thank you. Not just Mother's Day, but any day, every day, for what she has done. For you because so many of those things that she has done, you'll never know how she sacrificed behind the scenes. Because when you say, thanks, mom, this is pleasing to her and pleasing unto the Lord. Love your mother generously. No, it, it's not about uh, repaying her from anything. It's about acknowledging for her the sacrifices in which she's made. And believe me, she made sacrifices not only for your needs, but even for your wants. See, mom really is the first example of a love of Christ. 
because we've seen Christ's love demonstrated upon us on the cross. We see mom, how she demonstrates that love and her sacrifice of giving of herself every opportunity in which she has. You know, Ephesians 5, verse 2 says this, and walk continually in love. That is, value, value one another. Value, mom. Practice empathy and compassion, unselfishly seeking the best for others. Can I say unselfishly seeking the best for mom? Just as Christ also loved you and gave himself up for us, an offering and sacrifice to God slain for you so that it became a sweet fragrance. There's a sweet fragrance of your mom because she sacrifices with such joy and such loving kindness for us. It's not buying her something uh, which is nice, but I've heard that time is money. Give your mother undivided time. Don't just, just text her or email her. Call her. Go to her home if you can, if you're in the same area. Here's something that is different today, is get a piece of paper in your own handwriting Write it a note down of gratefulness of what, how you feel about her. I have here my mother's Bible. L look at this thing. It, it's just falling apart. There's all types of notes and, and things about me in there. That she has been praying for me for multiple of years. You see, take time. Write it down, because I guarantee you that note that you write her will end up in her Bible, will end up something somewhere very special, because she is just not going to throw that away. She's going to read it again and again, because this would be pleasing to her and pleasing unto the Lord. Love your mother honorably. We know the scripture in Exodus 20, verse 12 honor, respect, obey, care for your father and your mother so that your days may be prolonged in the land of the Lord your God gives you. One of the Ten Commandments. Do you know that that is the only commandment that is mentioned that gives a specific blessing when we do this? You see, that honoring her is putting her in a place that is so vitally important. This is exactly what Jesus did. When he was on the cross as the Son of God, he was taking on the sins of the world. What a heavy burden. But as a man, he took the opportunity to deal with family matters to be able to look at John and say, take care of my mother. Treat her as your own. And mom, John's going to take care of you. He wanted to be sure she was going to be okay. You see, church, is that 
We need to express this kind of love to our mothers every opportunity in which we have because, well, we'll really never know all the sacrifices that they have made. Take that time. Seize that opportunity. Listen to this broadcast again. Make it a purposeful note that you're going to do each and every one of these things because it will be pleasing unto your mother and unto the Lord.